0: Hey everybody, welcome back to that podcast, I'm Izzy, and as you can tell, I'm not joined by Will and Hannah. Sorry we've been on such a long hiatus. It's summer, and I finally learned how to work a microphone. Today I'm joined by the lovely Coco over phone. Hello. So some of the audio might be grainy. But other than that, my first house recording, my cat sitting on my lap. That's about it. (laughs) As you may have read, today we will be discussing Stranger Things Season 3. So spoiler alert right at the kickoff. So, Coco, you have watched season three, correct? Yes. Or else we wouldn't be talking about it.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: So, what did you think of this season?
1: Honestly, I didn't like it as much as I liked season two. Season two is still probably my favorite. I thought it was good. I thought it. I feel like it could have started off better. Like, it started out really slow.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, good point. There was, like, two episodes of basically just domestic stuff.
1: Yeah, like, they don't, they don't really do anything plot-related in the first two episodes, except, like, rats. Some, some rats explode. That's about
0: it. <laughs> some exploding rats. That was in the description. Um, yeah. I feel bad for the rats. I don't want the rats I to do, die. I do, too. Why did it choose rats? Why did the Mind Flayer choose rats? I don't
1: know. I guess they were just... Lots of rats. And I guess it was a better choice than mosquitoes because, like, rats have some meat on them. They're not, like, really tiny or anything. I actually said, why Um, couldn't they just
0: use mosquitoes while we were watching it? I watched it with my friend. That's
1: because nobody likes mosquitoes. It's just everyone hates mosquitoes. Nobody likes them.
0: I mean, you love rats.
1: Yeah, I love rats. Rats Rats are great.
0: Alright, let's have a breakdown of if you don't know what Stranger Things is, why are you listening to this episode? Either way, uh, there's some weird stuff happening in Hawkins, Indiana in the late 1970s? Early 1980s? I think it's
1: early 1980s.
0: I feel like the first season was set in the late 1970s, though. Yeah,
1: well, there's like a year apart for each season, so it could have been like Nineteen
0: seventy eight. Yeah, the next season is set in nineteen eighty six.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, probably early nineteen eighties. Um it's a pretty normal town, just like where I live. Just like well, you know, you live in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You got weird stuff happening Florida all the time.
1: Everywhere.
0: Um Yeah, so it's a good town stuff happening, some evil Russian, no, not evil Russians, that's season three.
1: Evil Russians was only in the uh, season three.
0: There's some evil, there's some evil government covering up this conspiracy. Uh, there's a girl named Eleven, she controls stuff with her mind. She's Russian. She is Russian, is she? No, she's not.
1: Is she Russian or is that just like Murray talking? That's just Murray.
0: Okay, that's just Murray, cool. She's American. And, uh, Yeah, so they have this big thing called the demogorgon. It's mean. She opened a portal to another universe.
1: And they think it's a good idea to keep the portal open for some reason because the government
0: people are dumb. Dang Russians. Well no, the the American government couldn't close it.
1: No. They're still stupid though. Why were they why were they sending people in there?
0: I mean, I guess for science, that's pretty smart.
1: All right, damn, It's your first day on the job. You're gonna go into this portal
0: to another dimension. Have fun, fucko. <laughs> Dies two minutes later. Die. Perish. I just. What do you think that the void is like? Another dimension. I feel like the void is another dimension beyond. The.
1: I do. I do too.
0: Like, cause. I like that. Cause Terry could see into it too. Yeah. And so could Billy, when he was flayed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that was because he was flayed, though. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would have been able to. Like, I think once, like, hypothetically, if the Mind Flayer left his body, he wouldn't be able to see into it anymore.
0: Well, Mike could see Eleven in the void.
1: That's because they have a special bond. Oh, Mike!
0: Aww. Mike!
1: Mike!
0: <laughs> I did not like Mike this season.
1: Yeah, I hated Mike season three. He was probably on like he was my least favorite in season three. He was just so pouty and like miserable and useless to the plot. And basically, all he did was oh, oh, like that. That's all he did, all season. That's true. I think I hated the, the newspaper.
0: Now. I hated the newspaper guys more, though. Oh,
1: yeah, I did hate him more. I, that that was a lie. I hate I hated the people at the news company.
0: So I'm going to run it down him. episode by episode, which I don't even, like, remember what the episodes are called. I don't either. Um, oh, I have my iPad right here. Cool. Just pull it up.
1: I remember. I remember one of the first one was Susie. Do you copy? I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Susie.
1: I like Susie too. Like they like the thing with Mike and Elle's relationship is it could have been done like how they did Dustin and Susie, where Dustin wasn't like talking about Susie the entire season, like he was focused on the task at hand.
0: Yeah, I thought Susie was great. Never-ending story.
1: Susie, there are people dying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, chapter one is Susie, do you copy? And the description on Netflix is, Summer brings new jobs and budding romance, but the mood shifts when Dustin's radio picks up a Russian broadcast and Will senses something is wrong.
1: I like how it says the mood shifts when this only happens during, like, the last ten minutes of the episode.
0: Yeah, it's, like, I felt so bad for Dustin. Like, they all he, like, ditched him.
1: Yeah, I felt really bad for just Will this entire season, because I like Will. Will's, like, Will's up there in the, like, list of favorite characters.
0: Will is my and, favorite. Like,
1: yeah, like, the thing is, like, he spent so many years just, like, tr- like, he spent, he didn't spend so many years. He spent a decent chunk of time stuck in the upside down.
0: And then and another then- <laughs> decent chunk possessed.
1: Possessed, yeah. And So he didn't really get any time to do any, like, kid stuff. And so he's like, I just want to play Dungeons and Dragons. And everyone's like, no, but they don't have anything better to do.
0: Except complain about girls.
1: Except complain about girls. So, like... Why don't you just play Dungeons and Dragons with Will, guys?
0: I mean, Dustin did have something better to do. He had to decode a Russian transmission. Dustin Dustin
1: is the only one who has a decent excuse to not be playing Dungeons and Dragons with Will. Because he's busy with the
0: secret Russian spy. I love Robin. We got introduced to Robin this season. Yeah.
1: I like Robin. I liked Erica, even though she was technically introduced in season too. I, I loved Erica this season. Erica
0: was great. I love how sassy she was. Yeah, she, just, she was
1: just great. The entire scoop group was great. Just Isn't it past your
0: bedtime? Them. Isn't it time you died? You
1: died? <laughs> that,
0: that was great. For anyone who has siblings, that is so relatable. <laughs> yeah, you
1: can't smell America without Erica.
0: You really can't. Just ice cream for life. But that's, like, the second episode. We're talking about the first episode.
1: Yeah, we're talking about the first episode.
0: Yeah, I can see where, like, I didn't like Hopper this season, but I can see where he's coming from. Like, Mike and L, just stop making out all the time.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that was nasty.
0: Stop. Like, I do think that Hopper could have dealt with it better.
1: Mm-hmm. Instead I do of, like Hopper is very impulsive. Like, the whole thing was like, Alexi totally could have, if Alexi just wasn't baby, he could have taken the car keys and just needed away, but he didn't. And Hopper was like, oh, he won't, which that added like 20 points top for the which he didn't need. But there was, I think there's a more, was like a more than 50% chance that Alexi could have totally just ran away and then.
0: I do think that was, like, the one time in the season when Hopper was thinking straight, because, like, he was right. (laughs) Alexi was scared of the Russians, and he paid for that, which we'll discuss on more later. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, also, Max and Lucas, I don't know what to think of that relationship.
1: (laughs) I like, I like lucas honestly more than i liked mike and Elle, just because i liked the fact that they actually had something going on other than just making out 24 7
0: yeah the true otp like, in- though will and happiness
1: yeah w- will and happiness we love that
0: and nancy and uh jonathan yeah, I
1: like Nancy and Jonathan. I feel like that's good, and I'm glad that Steve didn't get a romantic interest this season. Just because of the fact that I feel like he doesn't need one. Like I feel like I feel like having a like a good friend is more important to his character growth at this point. Will. No, um, Steve.
0: Oh, Steve.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I because, think like, was... all the
1: friends he's had, he's had isn't really like they haven't really been his friends. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think I'm just really proud of the Duffers for being able to pack so much character development for Robin into eight episodes.
1: Yeah, like, they were able to do that really well.
0: Like, they told her entire story in, like, the maybe four hours she was on screen. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Okay, what's the second episode? Let me see. Oh, but the ham radio. Cerebro. Cerebro. Oh
1: yeah. I like barely remember, like I remember what happens. I just barely remember like what happens in each episode. Don't they is it the second or the third one that like Steve and Dustin and all of them get like stuck in the elevator? Um, oh no, I think the second the second episode is the one where Robin figures out the code.
0: Yeah. So, season okay. is chapter two, The Mall Rats. And the description is Nancy and Jonathan follow a lead, Steve and Robin sign on to a secret miss- mission, and Max and Eleven go shopping. A rattled bitty- Billy has troubling visions. They're not troubling yeah. visions, They're, he's literally being possessed. Yeah, <laughs> Billy's
1: having troubling visions. That sounds like something a doctor would die through It's like, I'm
0: It's Dr. Owens. It's literally just Dr. Owens. And he's just
1: like, oh, troubling (laughs) visions.
0: He's a troubled teen. PTSD,
1: yeah. It's your childhood trauma manifesting itself.
0: (laughs) Okay, I have a question, though. What was the point of the chemicals? Like, the people eating the chemicals? They never really...
1: My theory is that, you know how they have the chemicals in the lab that were never really addressed? Yeah. Like those green chem- I'm pretty sure the reason that the um that they were eating the chemicals is what they really needed for the substance was the stuff that they had um at the lab. Because the people in the lab were planning to study it, you know what I mean? But it didn't really work out that way.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think what they were meant to be eating was the stuff that they had in the lab but just didn't have that, so they were eating fertilizer and bleach. Yum.
0: But I don't know what the... Yum. I just don't know what the point of it was. Like, did that... The Mind Flayer didn't get any extra powers from that, because it was essentially made up of human flesh. So, like... I think
1: the reason was because it needed for them to, like... Explode? spontaneously combust for it to, you know, gain more substance. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe all those chemicals just made them explode somehow.
0: Maybe it was just yummy. Maybe the mind Flayer was just like yum yum ammonia. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe it's just tasty.
0: Yum yum it was bleach. Like
1: mac and cheese for the mind Flayer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese. He's he wants mac and cheese, but he's lactose intolerant, so he's eating ammonia instead.
1: Yeah, yeah. It should be that way sometimes.
0: The funniest thing was that the code, which was like the week is long. The silver cat feeds when blue and yellow meet in the west. A trip to China sounds nice if you tread lightly.
1: Remember all that? Like that's that's exactly what the code was.
0: I only remember it because my friend, who I watched it with, like obsessed over it for months and months and came up with all these like crazy theories and was like, "Brenner is the silver cat," and like all of this stuff. And I'm
1: and then it turns out to just be
0: the places in the mall. Yeah. That made her so mad.
1: Yeah, you watched it with Mia, right, Maya?
0: Mia, yeah. yeah okay. Shout out!
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like the code was like. I mean, it makes sense that they needed a code. But, like.
0: Stop broadcasting it all over town.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it was kind of anticlimactic.
0: I mean, there's not a lot of people in Hawkins, Indiana who can speak Russian, but the stupid teens figured it out in, like, an hour, so.
1: Yeah, well, I think the main thing was that they didn't expect anyone to pick it up because I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm, like, 70% sure that the way those things work, like, to pick up radio broadcasts from other people. And you have to be tuned into, like, a very specific frequency, I think. I might be completely wrong.
0: No, that is how it works.
1: I just think the whole
0: uh, thing with Cerebro is that it was incredibly powerful, and Dustin was trying to get to Idaho, so he was just, like, flipping through frequencies. Yeah,
1: okay. So I think they just didn't expect anyone to have something, you know, powerful enough, and they didn't think anyone would... Be able to tune into that frequency. Because you know, why would you be tuning into that frequency in the first place? Like It was completely
0: accidental.
1: Yeah, it's been mostly just like kids talking to each other on walkie talkies.
0: It was just just me like, oh, I want to speak to my girlfriend and then like, whoops, found some Russians. And then I said, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoopsie oopsie. Hello,
1: <Uh-oh>, sisters.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was this was a special season.
1: It was. This, this is a special season.
0: That mayor though.
1: <laughs> that that mayor.
0: That was the worst mayor. That was
1: that was the worst mayor.
0: Absolutely Okay, so Max and L going shopping. In this yeah. in the description of this episode I wrote hold on to your hats and your cheesy 80s scrunchies. Nice. But all I can think of is like I know that H&M or it might have been The Gap did make a collection of, like, all of the 80s clothes that you see in Stranger Things. And I think yeah, that it's the, the only reason... them. HM. Yeah, the only reason for that was because they had such a surplus from, like, the store scenes that they had to sell it all. Oh, wait, for real? I don't even know, but I feel like, like, just looking at that scene and being like, what do they do with all those extra clothes?
1: Yeah, I guess sense
0: but i love that yeah, I, suspenders were such a thing
1: yeah i actually liked that scene because i feel like it was important for Eleven's character growth yeah
0: because
1: she's mostly based her interest and in what she's liked around basically hopper and mike and that's it and she hasn't really had an independent way of expressing herself like that and it was also a I feel like it added to the plot and the fact that like they needed to go away for um Max and Eleven to become friends because like they were they didn't like each other in season
0: two. Yeah, I liked the fact that they sort that Max sort of stressed in that scene where it was like there's more to life than Hopper and Mike, and like you need to find something that's not that's you, not yeah, Hopper, you need, not Mike. You need
1: to find an interest that isn't Mike
0: or Hopper. And just, like, rebelling a little bit. That was really fun. Yeah. Like, le- like adding on to the sauna scene where they have, like, the mannequin in the cupboard. And he's like, that's totally against the rules. And she's like, I make my own rules. I was like, heck <laughs> <"Hack> yeah, Eleven. <laughs>
1: Whoa.
0: I was like, you tell that man who's boss. Yeah, nobody likes
1: Mike. Everyone is allowed to tell Mike off. That's the new rule. <laughs> Everyone's allowed to diss Mike.
0: Stop loving Mike and love Will instead.
1: Yeah.
0: For starting a new fan club. This isn't that that podcast. This isn't that podcast anymore. This is the loving Will and hating Mike podcast.
1: Yeah. If you like Mike, get off the podcast.
0: No, they have a right to like Mike. They do. But
1: they have more of a right to like Will
0: the wizard costume
1: the wizard costume was great that was fantastic
0: the one thing i thought i thought in that scene was i'm a wizard i'm
1: a wizard wise <laughs> wise
0: okay so just Not a theory i think that something happened between like the 6 months of the two seasons for like max and billy to make up because I feel like the whole season, Max was like, I really hope it's not Billy. I really care about Billy. I hope it's not Billy. And, yeah, like... Yeah,
1: the entire season she did, like, I feel I feel like that did seem kind of weird, was the fact that Max cared so much about Billy. Like, well And, like,
0: Billy also seemed to have sort of a connection with Max in the sauna scene. Like, Max, it wasn't yeah. my fault. Please, Max, believe me. And, like...
1: what well, that might have just been the mind player being like, Ooh, tasty snacks are outside the door. Let's get them. <laughs>
0: No, I also, like, at the end of season two, there was sort of a scene where, like, Max and Billy, like, made eye contact, and, like, Billy just sort of had, like, a sad look in his eyes. And I feel like there was some point. I need this cleared up. Juffer Brothers, I know you're not listening to a 13, 14 year old's podcast, but, like, if you're there, I need some clarification. If, if you're there, I Just, like, what happened in those six months for Max and Billy to care about each other? Genuinely, I, mean, I don't
1: know. It just might have been the fact that, like, Billy was about to die, that I might have just implemented like the "I don't want him to die" feelings. Like, I mean, personally, if I had an older sibling that was like that rude and kind of abusive towards me, I'd be like, eh, okay.
0: I do feel like it was something <laughs> more though, because like, yeah. At the end, like, spoiler alert, you already know it's spoilers, when Billy dies, like, he looked at Max and said, I'm sorry, and I feel like he just felt, so I feel like after season two, he sort of realized how he was treating Max like his dad treated him, and he yeah, just, like, didn't want to f- her to feel like that. Yeah,
1: that's one of the reasons I, like, I didn't really, like... Silly this season, like I didn't even really feel much like sympathy for him But the kid. Like I get the fact that he was abused as a kid, but the fact that he took those habits from his father and used them is there's a point in your life where you can look at yourself and realize that that's a wrong thing. Like he just never did that.
0: See, I think that's what I think in between season two and season three, that was his moment because he did leave Max alone. He. We didn't see any scenes this season where he was, like, talking down to Max or yelling at Max or pushing Max.
1: I mean, that's because he was kind of busy being possessed by another otherworldly being. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but, like, you know. That's true. He was busy trying to eat chemicals and explode them Rat.
0: I just feel like I was getting a vibe of, like, they made up. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, telepathic. Maybe Ma- maybe Billy was, like, I'm sorry, and Max in her little brain was, like, that's fine.
1: <laughs> her little brain. <laughs> Deep down in my little brain, I was, like, oh. cool, <laughs> well, I guess.
0: Let's see. What's episode three? I well, feel I remember, like, like...
1: going through the episodes, but then we end up, like, not talking about the episodes. I know. I, I feel, feel the like the mind
0: flare. Totally. I feel like the mind flare effect was worse on Billy. And I don't know if that was because the mind flare wanted vengeance, but, like, Will never no, ate chemicals. Will that. never physically hurt himself or other people.
1: Well, I don't think Will was the mind flayer. That was just him. He was still connected to the upside down because of that. You know how at the end of season one there was, like, that thing?
0: Yeah, but you, that like, saw really the mind flare go into his mouth and eyes and stuff.
1: True. But I think that was a difference. Because the mind player wasn't really a physical thing at that point. It was just kind of like Dust. Just a little bits of Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. It was as Dusty
0: as well. McCrusty. bringing back that from the last episode. Dusty McCrusty. And, hey, Will, if you're out there.
1: Um, oh, what was I going to say? I feel like it had a worse effect on him because he was kind of like the host for it. You know what I mean? He was the first one that got played. Out of season three when it came back, and so that kind of made him into like the host, where the mind player does everything through Billy, and that's why Billy didn't get exploded. Yeah, because Billy was the one who was taking the victims and stuff like that.
0: Okay, chapter three: the case of the missing lifeguard. I feel like we've already covered most of this episode with Ellen yeah, Max. I just did that with Ellen Max looking for Billy. Will declares a day without girls. The wizard scene. Steve and Dustin <laughs> go on a stakeout. And Joyce and Hopper return to Hawkins' lab. Oh, yeah, they they return to Hawkins' lab. Yeah, they
1: go so back to Hawkins' lab. Um, I kind of forgot what happened in that scene, to be honest.
0: Joyce must have been really committed to those magnets.
1: She was. She was committed. She was like, I want my magnets to stay on my fridge. Why are my magnets on my fridge? Like, I
0: feel like, like I don't know why she did that exactly, because I get that it's like... She's had motivation in the past to go through these traumatic things, knowing that they're going to be traumatic for her. But also, like, this is just trying to figure out. I mean, I guess the question of like, is my child safe here, is a pretty good motivation. But why would she go back to the place where she saw like the love of her life die? She saw like all these things happen. Her son almost well, and died.
1: She knows that what she has to um, she has like Joyce is like committed to solving an issue once she gets that issue like she goes through with stuff
0: she does and And that's what I love about her character
1: yeah she's not gonna like she's not gonna not go back to Hawkins will have to solve something that could like hypothetically impact her and her son's life just because of the fact that you know like Bob died there
0: yeah I just think that Winona Ryder does such a great job of like playing her and conveying that kind of emotion.
1: She does. She does really well.
0: Also, so chapter four, the sauna test. A code red brings the gang back together to face a frighteningly familiar evil. Karen urges Nancy to keep digging and Robin finds a useful map. Robin finds a useful map. She paid 20 bucks to get the map made.
1: Oh, yeah, she did.
0: Steve just being like, hey, I know that Russians might be trying to take over our country, but those are my tips.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I feel like the song test is the one I remember the most of, definitely, because I feel like that's where, with, um, like, the plot had already started to pick up on masks in 11 then, when they went to,
0: um... When they found the Billy with Heather.
1: Yeah, they went to where Billy was having dinner with her parents, and, like, the plot picked up from then. But, like, I feel like the sauna test is the one where, like, Mike and Will and Lucas finally get involved in the plot, because they haven't been involved in the plot, really.
0: I think that the sauna test was my favorite episode of this season. because Yeah, I,
1: I liked the sauna test.
0: Just all the things that they packed into this episode that made so much sense, like, it just all mattered.
1: Yeah, like, it was... I feel like that was definitely where the, um, the prawn really started to, like, pick up. Like, the pace got faster and better.
0: I thought that was a really good idea with the sauna. I just don't understand why it didn't work. Like, the mind flayer somehow resisted 220 degree temperature.
1: Well, didn't he, like, punch his way out?
0: He did. I actually read a thing from Dacker Montgomery where it was, like, um, he didn't mean to break the glass. He just head-butted it, and his head went right through, and the kids got so scared.
1: <laughs> I do, like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that scene was interesting. Apparently, um, Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven, in case you somehow don't know, um, she, like, during the scene after she, like, um gets choked when she, like, collapses. I guess, like, her collapsing wasn't in the script. Like, they had just shot so much
0: that day. That she, was, yeah, so tired.
1: she was so tired. Just like, bye. <laughs> bye, sisters.
0: Bye, sisters. I really do think that the interaction between Max and Billy in that scene was, like, one of the most emotional scenes of the season. Because it was, like, Max just trying... To help him and, like, just figure out, oh, I can only record for 30 minutes, so I'm going to have to stop it right now, and then I'll start recording again.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. If you like Mike, get off the podcast.
0: No, they have a right to like Mike.
1: They do. But they have more of a right to like Will.
0: The wizard costume.
1: The wizard costume was great. That was fantastic.
0: The one thing I thought I thought in that scene was, "I'm a wizard."
1: I'm a wizard. <laughs> Will's
0: Okay, so just a theory. I think that something happened between like the six months of the two seasons for like Max and Billy to make up. Because I feel like the whole season, Max was like, "I really hope it's not Billy. I really care about Billy. I hope it's not Billy." And like the
1: entire season, she did like. I feel I feel like that did seem kind of weird. Was the fact that Max cared so much about Billy, like well,
0: and like Billy also seemed to have sort of a connection with Max in the sauna scene. Like Max, it wasn't my fault. Please, Max, believe me. And like
1: that might have just been the mind player being like, "Ooh, tasty snacks are outside the door. Let's get (laughs) them."
0: No, I also, like, at the end of season two, there was sort of a scene where, like, Max and Billy, like, made eye contact, and, like, Billy just sort of had, like, a sad look in his eyes. And I feel like there was some point. I need this cleared up. Juffer Brothers, I know you're not listening to a 13, 14 year old's podcast, but, like, if you're there, I need some <laughs> clarification. If you're there, I that in- just, like, what happened in those six months for Max and Billy to care about each other? Genuinely. I, mean, I don't
1: know. It just might have been the fact that, like, Billy was about to die that I might have just implemented, like, the I don't want him to die feelings. It's like, I mean, personally, if I had an older sibling that was, like, that rude and kind of abusive towards me, I'd be like, eh, okay.
0: I do feel like it was something <laughs> more, though, because, like. Yeah. At the end, like, spoiler alert, you already know it's spoilers. When Billy dies, like, he looked at Max and said, I'm sorry. And I feel like he just felt, so I feel like after season two, he sort of realized how he was treating Max like his dad treated him. And he yeah, just, like, didn't want to f- her to feel like that. Yeah.
1: That's one of the reasons I, like, I didn't really, like, Billy this season, like I didn't even really feel much like sympathy for him as a kid. Like I get the fact that he was abused as a kid, but the fact that he took those habits from his father and used them is there's a point in your life where you can look at yourself and realize that that's a wrong thing. Like he just never did that.
0: See, I think that's what I think in between season two and season three, that was his moment because he did leave Max alone. He. We didn't see any scenes this season where he was, like, talking down to Max or yelling at Max or pushing Max.
1: I mean, that's because he was kind of busy being possessed by another otherworldly being. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but, like, you know. That's true. He was busy trying to eat chemicals and explode them rap.
0: I just feel like I was getting a vibe of, like, they made up. Yeah. Maybe it was like telepathic. Maybe Ma- maybe Billy was like, I'm sorry, and Max in her little brain was like, That's fine.
1: <laughs> her little brain. <laughs> Deep down in my little brain, I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> well, I guess. Let's
0: see, what's episode three? Uh, I, I feel
1: like... We're, like going through the episodes, but then we end up like not talking about the episodes. I know. I so, feel, but, like, feel like the mind flayer
0: like- I feel like the mind flayer effect was worse on Billy. And I don't know if that was because the Mind Flayer wanted vengeance, but like, Will never no, ate chemicals. Will thing. never physically hurt himself or other people.
1: Well, I don't think Will was the Mind Flayer. He didn't get, that was just him. He was still connected to the Upside Down because of that. You know how at the end of season one there was like that tooth thing?
0: Yeah, but you that like saw like the, the Mind Flayer go into his mouth and eyes and stuff.
1: True. But I think that was a difference. Because the mind wasn't really a physical thing at that point. It was kind of like Dust. Just a little bits of Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. It was Dusty
0: McCrusty. bringing back that from the last episode. Dusty McCrusty. And, hey, Will, if you're out there.
1: Um, oh, what was I going to say? I feel like it had a worse effect on him because he was kind of like the host for it. You know what I mean? He was the first one that got played out of season 3 when it came back and so that kind of made him into like the host where the mind player does everything through Billy and that's why Billy didn't get exploded. Yeah. Cuz Billy was the one who was taking the victims and stuff like that.
0: Okay, chapter 3, the case of the missing lifeguard. I feel like we've already covered most of this episode with Ellen yeah, Max I just did that. With Ellen Max looking for Billy, Will declares a day without girls, the wizard scene. Steve and Dustin <laughs> go on a stakeout. And Joyce and Hopper return to Hawkins' lab. Oh, yeah, they return to Hawkins' lab. Yeah, they
1: go so back to Hawkins' lab. Um, I kind of forgot what happened in that scene, to be honest.
0: Joyce must have been really committed to those magnets.
1: She was. She was committed. She was like, I want my magnets to stay on my fridge. Why are my magnets on my fridge? Like, I
0: feel like, like I don't know why she did that exactly, because I get that it's like she's had motivation in the past to go through these traumatic things knowing that they're going to be traumatic for her. But also, like, this is just trying to figure out... I mean, I guess the question of, like, is my child safe here is a pretty good motivation, but why would she go back to the place where she saw, like, the love of her life die? She saw, like, all these things happen. Her son almost died.
1: she knows that what she has to... um, She has... Like, Joyce is, like committed to solving an issue once she gets that issue like she goes through with stuff
0: she does and And that's what i love about her character
1: yeah she's not gonna like she's not gonna not go back to hawkins will to solve something that could like hypothetically impact her and her son's life just because of the fact that you know like bob died there
0: yeah i just think that winona Ryder does such a great job of like playing her and conveying that kind of emotion.
1: She does. She does really well.
0: Also, so chapter four, the sauna test. A code red brings the gang back together to face a frighteningly familiar evil. Karen urges Nancy to keep digging and Robin finds a useful map. Robin finds a useful map? She paid 20 bucks to get the map made.
1: Oh yeah, she did.
0: Steve just being like, hey, I know that Russians might be trying to take over our country, but those are my tips.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like the bomb test is the one I remember the most of, definitely, because I feel like that's where, with, um, like, the plot had already started to pick up on masses in 11 then, when they went to, um...
0: When they found Billy with Heather.
1: Yeah, they went to where Billy was having dinner with her parents, and, like, the plot picked up from then. But, like, I feel like the sauna test is the one where, like, Mike and Will and Lucas finally get involved in the plot, because they haven't been involved in the plot, really.
0: I think that the sauna test was my favorite episode of this season. Because, like,
1: yeah, I, I liked the sauna test.
0: Just all the things that they packed into this episode that made so much sense, like, it just all mattered.
1: Yeah, like, it was... I feel like that was definitely where the, um, the plot really started to, like, pick up. Like, the pace got faster and better.
0: I thought that was a really good idea with the sauna. I just don't understand why it didn't work. Like, the mind flayer somehow resisted 220 degree temperature.
1: Well, didn't he, like, punch his way out?
0: He did. I actually read a thing from Dacker Montgomery where it was like, um, he didn't mean to break the glass. He just headbutted it and his head went right through, and the kids got so scared.
1: <laughs> I'd <do> be like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that film was interesting. Apparently, um, Millie Bobby Brown, plays Eleven, in case you somehow don't know, um, she's like, during the scene after she, like, um, gets choked when she, like, collapses. I guess, like, her collapsing wasn't in the script. Like, they had just shot so much
0: that day. That she was so tired.
1: She was like, bye. Bye, sisters.
0: Bye, sisters. I really do think that the interaction between Max and Billy in that scene was, like, one of the most emotional scenes of the season. Because it was, like, Max just trying... To help him and, like, just figure out. Oh, I can only record. We're back on. Yeah, so that was a pretty emo. That was- I think that- At the beginning of that scene, it was Billy. Because you, like, saw his- You, like, saw the veins. You saw his pupils get bigger. You saw- so I don't think it was just the mind flare being like, mm, tasty snack. <laughs>
1: tasty snack. Yeah. See, there are two types of people. I was just sitting there, like, don't let him
0: out. Well, I knew don't she wasn't Ruby gonna out. let I knew she wasn't gonna let him out. I just think that she was trying to reach him through the mind flare. Like, yeah. like how they reached Will. Yeah. Even though Billy doesn't know Morse code. Okay, yeah, chapter five The Flayed Strange surprises lurk inside an old farmhouse and deep beneath the Starcourt Mall. Meanwhile, the Mind Flayer is gathering strength. This is where you meet Alexi <sighs> <sighs> He's baby. The most Alex, baby Alex, was baby. He was like the most baby
1: character of the entire season.
0: He really was. <laughs> One of the greatest scenes in that was Erica being like, we can survive without food down here for a while, but if we don't have water, we're going to die. So if it comes between me dying of thirst or drinking this stuff, I drink the acid. I drink (laughs) Just like banging the acid against the elevator. Yeah.
1: You know, those containers are
0: really strong, though, considering it, like, had it resisted the force of the elevator door. Also, it's holding acid, which, like, oh, melted yeah. through the floor. Yeah, true. I think in this season, they spent more money on songs than they did on CGI, because there were some parts where you were like, oh, that's definitely CGI, that's awful CGI. Yeah. That's, like, X-Files-level CGI.
1: Yeah. I mean there's only you can only make a giant thing of meat and bones and stuff so realistic, you
0: know? Yeah. I when they started playing cold after um Eleven dumped Mike, I got so excited because I love that song. Yeah. You're as cold as ice. Bum bum bum. I don't know the rest.
1: You don't know the rest. <laughs> I don't know the rest. I love
0: that song, but I only know one line.
1: Outstanding, I'm very proud of you.
0: <laughs> yeah. The Scoop's Troop is legendary.
1: The Scoop's Troop was legendary. Yeah. Every scene was so good. Like, half the time during that season, mostly during the scenes where it was, like, the main of, like, the kids. I'm just like, can we go back to the eight Russians? Like, I do not care about your personal drama.
0: Yeah, I sort of loved how the Scoops troop was, like, a nice mix between, like, bonding and also trying to get the task done. Like, alright, yeah. Russians are underneath our mall, let's bond while trying to defeat the Russians. I
1: mean, they spent, like, eight hours in an elevator, you know?
0: Yeah, that was pretty... Oh. There's,
1: there's only so much you can do when you're trapped in an elevator for eight hours.
0: Yeah. Just Robin telling her whole story to Steve about how, like, he was just an awful person and she was obsessed and stuff.
1: Well, that was that was before they got drugs.
0: Yeah. Mrs. Clickety-Clack.
1: Mrs. Clickety-Clack.
0: <laughs> That's what... I love Robin just because she's a band nerd and she's proud of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I'm a band nerd. If y'all on the podcast haven't picked it up already. Yeah. Also, how smart does she have to be to be fluent in four languages?
1: I mean, I guess throughout high school there are a lot of electives you can take for, like, languages and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, but I've been taking French for four years and I still am not fluent in it.
1: I mean, if she took, like, I don't know, a language per year and then continued learning them, like, throughout the other years, like, she got jump-started on them and then she just kept learning them. I, guess I don't know. That maybe, maybe she has a bilingual
0: family. I suppose that is true. Yeah. Let's see. Chapter 6, E Pluribus Unum. Now, I know a little bit of Latin, but I don't know what the heck this means. I don't know any Latin. Dr. Alexei reveals what the Russians have been building, and Eleven sees-
1: Did that just say Dr.
0: Alexei? Yeah, because he's like a Russian- he built the machine. He's like a Russian doctor. I don't know why why I wouldn't say Professor Alexei. Alexei. Yeah, I was going to say
1: it. I thought it would be like Professor Alexei,
0: I feel like. Eleven sees where Billy has been. Dustin and Erica stage a daring rescue. So this is, Uh, I think this is Um, the one where, like, the mind, where Billy, like, sees her in the void, and then, like, they all... Wait, what
1: episode is this? This is episode six. Yeah,
0: I think there were eight episodes in this season,
1: right? Yes. I'm pretty sure the one where he saw her in the void was episode, um,
0: seven. No, episode seven was, they... The beginning of episode 7 was them stumbling into the grocery store. Oh, it was? Yeah. So episode 6 was, like, in the cabin with all the tentacle thingies. And, like... Yeah. I think that Mike's dad got better this season, honestly. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that Karen had that sort of mini-betrayal arc with Billy... Just because it showcased how Ted is a good father more.
1: That was so uncomfortable.
0: It really was. I think that Dacker Montgomery is a hero for being able to do all that.
1: Yeah, that was honestly, like, that was was so uncomfortable.
0: We looked at the age difference. He, in the show, Billy is 19. And Karen is, like, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. So that's a really uncomfortable thing there.
1: Yeah.
0: But Karen was good. Karen stayed true to her family.
1: Yeah, she didn't speak to the manager. She didn't. Let's go, Karen.
0: What else happened in this episode?
1: Wait, is this one where Lexi dies?
0: No, that's uh, episode 7. That's episode 7. Yeah, so we need to have this whole conversation, so we might as well have it now. Alexei is the best little Russian spy who's just scared to die, and, like, sure, he built the machine, but he also told Murray how to fix it, and I think that if they had kept Alexei around, Murray and Alexei would have had, like, the best friendship.
1: They would. I mean, they already kind of did. Like, that, I just, I hated the fact that Alexei died.
0: I think that was so strange. Like for Mur- for Murray as a character, because as you've seen, Murray is not someone to easily get attached to people. Yeah. And like, as he progresses with Alexi, he really just like connects with him. Yeah. And I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, I liked that. And I I was so sad because I feel like like I knew that he kind of had to die because the Russian government's like, oh, whoopsie Daisy, he. And I. And. Yeah, but like. He was just like such a good character. Like, I hated the fact that he died. Like, I was cool with Billy dying. And everyone knows that Hopper didn't die. But like.
0: I really think that. Alexi could have evolved so much. Just like, if you see. Like, in season two, if we had scenes where like. Murray's teaching him English, and, like, he gets a visa and stuff. He gets a visa. Well, like, a thing, like, be an American citizen.
1: Yeah.
0: And just, like...
1: Season four.
0: I was re-watching it last night, and I got... And I stopped right on the scene. Like, I had to go upstairs because it was late. And I stopped, like, right after the scene where Alexi got shot. And just, like, that... I don't... Just like for context for the I listeners. Don't cry I don't cry during movies. I don't cry during shows. But that That's so scene weird. How
1: do you not do that?
0: I don't know. But that you is I cry
1: during everything.
0: I know. <laughs> but that is the one scene in the entire Stranger Things series that when just you like
1: cried when Alexi got shot.
0: I didn't cry, but I just felt like my stomach was being wrenched out of my body.
1: I felt a void where my heart
0: should be. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just, like, how pure can you be? How pure can you make a character? Loves Cherry Slurpees and Woody the Woodpecker? My God. I want a
1: Slurpee now. I love
0: Slurpees. I love Slurpees and I love Woody the Woodpecker. (laughs) Yeah. Coke
1: Coke, Slurpees. Coke Icy.
0: Oh, yes, those are good.
1: I like those Pepsi
0: ices. Yeah. Coke or Pepsi? Go off oh. in the comments. Pepsi. Coke. No, there's,
1: there's no choice. There's no choice for you to comment. You have to pick Coke.
0: No, I don't. I choose Pepsi. Pepsi, I choose
1: you. I thought you said that Pepsi takes the same as Coke anyway.
0: Yeah, it does, but I prefer Pepsi as a company. We're not talking about
1: the company, though. We're talking about how good it is, like taste-wise. They're the same. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're
0: not. Oh my god.
1: What if this like a nastier version of the other
0: one. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, but you should take, no. You, you take know take what? You know the best kind Coke of. You know the best kind of cola. The main root the cola. Of-
1: the what?
0: The main root cola.
1: I mean, like, the, like I don't know the breeds of Coke. I just know,
0: like, main the root. Main root as a company. Oh. Main root makes what? a cane sugar cola, and it's like the greatest thing. Well,
1: I will have to meet back to Maine then, because I have never had that ever.
0: Time for me to mail you one.
1: Yeah, I don't know how. Tasty, it'll
0: be after you it, okay. <laughs> it mean, just gets a warm cola It's like mail. It's <throat> like a flat cola. A flat cola in the mail. Yeah. Just because it's flat but doesn't mean the taste has changed.
1: Or it'll be, like, exploded because it'll get shaken
0: around so much. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the true question, as debated by Mike and Lucas... Do you prefer the original cola or the new, like the original Coke or the new Coke?
1: See, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not like a super soda connoisseur. Neither kind of it
0: connoisseur. I haven't even tried the new Coke because I think that they did change it to a new Coke in the '80s, like they said. And then people got so furious that they had to, like, change it back to the old Coke.
1: Oh. So does that mean the new Coke is, like, is the new Coke even in production anymore?
0: I think it might be in production. I think they might call it, like, Coke Light or something. Oh,
1: yeah, that is a thing. See, I'm that that super idiot who thought they meant, like, the original, original, original Coke. Where it was, like, the Coke that had they put, like, drugs into. Like, you know how in the original Coca-Cola? Yeah and it... Yeah, like, I was, I was... I'm that idiot that knows nothing about the 80s. So I'm like, are they talking about the original, original clothes? What like they all <laughs> before? Just, like, are these
0: children drinking the old cola? That would have been horrible. It, it, yeah. I mean, that child danger. So it's basically what the Russians did. I'll bet you the <laughs> Russians just gave Robin and Steve Coca-Cola.
1: <laughs> As Eric once stated... Child Endangerment.
0: <laughs> Mission Operation Child Endangerment is a go. Yeah. Alright, chapter seven, the bite. Oh yeah, it bit Eleven. So here's a theory. Do you think that it Eleven is. lost her powers with overuse or did she lose her powers because of the thing in her leg? Oh, it
1: was definitely because of the thing in her leg, because she lost it immediately after it came out. Like I think it like it reached her of her abilities.
0: I don't think uh, it leeched them cuz she still has some of them. I think what it is uh, is it weakened them because she was able to flip the car.
1: No she wasn't. Remember? She wasn't? She wasn't able to flip the car.
0: Oh. Then I yeah, still no, think she it was weaker. No, no she mm-hmm. has powers cuz if you turn on subtitles, I watch everything with subtitles cuz I'm that person. Watch everything with subtitles? Yeah. If you turn on the so, subtitles, it says weak. Buzzing Like weak humming Noise And like she does have Powers But they're that, so That could have been the AC <laughs> No it wasn't the AC Cause they only said that With the Subtitles When she tried To get the bear down From the shelf Well it doesn't
1: matter Because they don't work I think that um I guess this kind of ties in With episode 8
0: So Yeah the battle of Starcourt Yeah um
1: but at the end, you know, when you see Hopper in, or you don't see Hopper, it's implied that Hopper is in Russia.
0: Yeah, not in Russia. Like it's not implied that he's in Russia, it's implied that he's in the Upside Down.
1: Yeah, but the facility is in Russia.
0: That's true. Or, when they yeah, said...
1: It is implied that he's in Russia, because remember, they're, like, going to get the dude to throw in the cage with the demigorgons, and he's like, no, not the American.
0: I know, but what if the American is Brenner? Because where did Brenner go?
1: I, I have a theory that we can discuss more when we get to episode 8, but um, I feel like that's going to be Elle's motivation to get, like, is going to it's gonna be to go save Palmer, and I feel like along that path she's going to regain her powers.
0: See, not my my theory, how- my theory is that she has her powers, but they're too weak to do anything. Like when she was younger. Because you have a flashback in season 1 of her trying to crush the Coke can, and it took Nobody. so much effort for her to crush the coke can when she was younger. Yeah, but
1: she used so much effort to try and flip the car, and she like couldn't flip the car.
0: Yeah, but the amount of Coco, there's a very different amount of power needed to crush a coke can and to flip a car. There's yeah. a much larger mm-hmm. scale, and she did try to crush a coke can after she tried to flip the car, and I think that. I think
1: she that- crushed the coke
0: can. So like, I think that her powers have been reduced. So much so that it is almost as if she is starting from square one when she was, like, a five-year-old. See,
1: yeah, I just think she doesn't have them. I just think they're gone.
0: <clears throat> I want 8 to come back.
1: Yeah, didn't did she die? I don't really remember. She it.
0: didn't die. She didn't die. They, they, were, did. they were driving away from the police, and Elle, like, jumped out of the van and was like, I have to go back to my friends.
1: Yeah, so they're probably in jail now. Probably in jail for life. I think that Callie
0: Callie can escape jail with her powers.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Like, she can make the keys look like spiders or something and make them throw the keys and then, woohoo! Yeah. Jail time, baby! Weren't
1: they in a completely different
0: state? Yeah, they were in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah,
1: they were in Chicago. So,
0: like... Near Murray. they They were near Murray. They
1: were near Murray. Oh, they were.
0: Because Murray lives in Illinois. Oh, yeah. But so,
1: like, I don't really get how she could, like, I don't get how she could time to the plot. I kind of want them to, it would be cool if they introduced, like, more of the kids.
0: Well, the thing with me. the prequel book is that 8 was the first successful. Because, like, it shows in the, it, like, says in the prequel book, like, Brenner tried, oh, Brenner tried to make more numbers. But his problem was that none of them were turning out successful, and 8 was the first one with, like, any real powers. And the reason she was alone for so long and only lived with 11 was because she he didn't want any of the duds contaminating her, with air quotes.
1: Okay, but we still have, like, there could be more after 11, you know? I mean, we saw like, 9 through 10. And then the yeah. numbers on the wrist imply that he was to go up to like into the hundreds because there were um there was like this there's
0: three spots on the tattoo you know there's like yeah so who knows a zero. also so who knows like, what he's doing like we know he's in hiding we have confirmation that he's in hiding right now from Callie yeah. so like how do we know and that he's not making for more babies. how do we know that he's not like taking the acid and like injecting it into children
1: that's not good. <laughs> Just like I mean, the, not, but like it's good either way, but
0: I'm sure that he probably like took samples from the upside down and is trying to turn children into super weapons with that.
1: More super babies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Inject some pregnant ladies with acid?
1: Fun time. The green
0: acid. Yeah. So yeah, episode fun, eight. What a doozy. What a doozy. <laughs> the big ol' Mind Flayer fleshy guy. Fleshy guy. Yeah. That's what I'm calling him now.
1: Fleshy guy. I cannot believe that you did not cry during episode 8. I'm so much during episode 8.
0: I'm just that powerful. <laughs> like,
1: how did you not cry during episode 8? It was so sad.
0: I don't know. I guess and I was so sort bad. of just like... Oh... They're gonna die? Cool. Look at this, Max! Lucas's fireworks paid off!
1: Yeah, like, I would... I was like, oh, fireworks. Grab, grab them. <laughs>
0: Satan's but, yeah, baby. How- the Satan's baby things.
1: Yeah, how do I mean, how... I don't get how she could have thought that the fireworks would not be useful. They're fireworks. They're explosive.
0: Yeah. Like, I think that that was foreshadowing at its greatest when she when he was like what are we gonna like l needs backup or like what are you gonna do with the well how are you gonna defeat the mind flare with fireworks He goes, do you have a better idea and max is like with l and l doesn't have her powers oh yeah so like foreshadowing baby yeah i also just like that was a really that was poetic cinema that was an incredible yeah. scene. How is the government yeah. gonna cover that up? Like, the people coming into work at StarCourt and just seeing, like, a mass of flesh and bones with teeth?
1: I don't know. How did the government even cover up? How did the government cover up anything? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, someone... Like so much... Someone walking... So much
1: happened in Hawkins. Well, it technically wasn't the American government. It was the Russian government.
0: It was both, but, like... The, like, all the people who died who were the flayed? Yeah. Like, that's a ton of deaths. And then not to mention, like, just someone walking about on the 4th of July and seeing a giant flesh monster going towards the mall. Yeah. Like, I get how the, I get how the Barb conspiracy was, like hard to understand, because there wasn't much outside of the lab that was happening, except for, like, a few demodogs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I think that they're gonna have trouble disguising this.
1: Uh Well, it is, it's implied that, that, like, they were, like, I feel like transporting demogorgons, almost, because remember, in, like, um episode, like, four, I think, five or whatever, Erica was like, how big was that Demogorgon thing? And there's
0: the giant cage. Yeah, also... So it, but it was um, Foreshadowing. Was of foreshadowing stuff. at its finest. I want to know... Okay, well, no. We'll talk about the end of credit scene after. So, Billy dies. He's Billy. Gone. Billy sacrifices himself for Eleven. Because Eleven sort of reached him with the memories of his mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was that just, I don't know why, that was just so funny to me. A lot of it, she's like, your mom was pretty. And Billy's really like, oh yeah, he's got a point.
0: Oh yeah, I guess I'll die for you now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah you're right, I'm gonna die now. but
0: I think that, that really did contribute to him. Because that was that, a bad mom. That was his, he the, just that had was bad face. parents overall. Yeah. Like, the mom seemed great until she left her son in an abusive relationship.
1: I mean, I guess she didn't have a choice because it just did like that time you know?
0: Yeah, I guess it was like sort of a self-preservation custody. thing, but couldn't she, like, demand custody over him? I
1: don't think you can, because, like, I don't know of all the stuff, but, like, in the Umbrella Academy, remember, like,
0: Allison was trying to demand custody. Well, Allison Addis- couldn't get custody because she used her powers on the daughter.
1: Yeah, well, who knows how the dad manipulated that, though?
0: So. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like the shouldn't the mom like the call the police shouldn't the mom call the police and be like so my son is in an abusive relationship with his father and i would like you to get him out of there like couldn't that i don't i don't i don't know
1: i thought the mom had died
0: no cuz remember it, there was the scene her, I... there was the scene of him on the phone like little billy on the phone and like why aren't you coming back come back mom
1: yeah
0: that was rough. That was really...
1: That was rough. But I
0: don't like... get how you didn't
1: cry during this season
0: at all. The way he died was so awful.
1: Just like... Yeah, just like a bunch of goofing.
0: Having a tube of flesh and bone sh- like stuck through your chest is the worst way to go, I think. Yeah, that's not fun. And then the fact that Are he we- didn't... The fact that he didn't immediately die after that. Like, he stayed alive long enough to say sorry to Max.
1: How do you survive that? I don't, I have no idea. Like, I don't know.
0: He lived longer than Alexi, who got shot. Like.
1: No, because remember, they ended up, like, rushing Alexi behind the
0: Yeah, he, like, rushed Alexi behind the thing, and then he died, like, a minute later.
1: I mean, that's enough time to say I'm sorry and then kick the bucket.
0: That's true. And then kick the bucket. Yeah. I also, yeah, that was, I feel bad for Joyce. I think Joyce deserves to be happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And the buyer's moving away. Yeah,
1: and eleven.
0: I'm kind of excited to see how the Duffers put that into the storyline. Like, the buyers are gone now. How are they?
1: There's gotta be some way for them to all, like, or maybe it's gonna be, like, um how, like, you know how, like, some of the characters have separate plot lines that all converge? Yeah. Maybe it's gonna be, like, Will and Eleven aren't gonna be part of left domain. Kids. Storyline. It's gonna be like their own storyline that somehow converges with that. Yeehaw, again.
0: So this was a rough. This was a rough season for me. I think this was yeah. the one that took the most toll on me.
1: Yeah, I liked season two better, but I think this one was the most emotional for me.
0: I think the aesthetic of this one was just so great. Yeah. I like how each individual group had their own aesthetic. I like how Max and Eleven had sort of, like, that more classic 80s vibe aesthetic, like, bright colors and just, like, fun. And then the guys were, like, that same aesthetic mirrored, but, like, a little bit more masculine.
1: Steve and Robin got that Sailor Scout anime girl.
0: Yeah, I like just, like, the (laughs) nice, like... The Scoops Troop having, like, the sterile, clean, like... I don't know. She died. I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it.
1: It's it's just... It was just, like... It, I don't even know. It'd just be like that.
0: Yeah. I think that... Robin might be really... I saw this thing... Where it was like Robin's story of like being obsessed with Tammy Thompson and like hating Steve because she loved Tammy Thompson and Steve like and she likes and Tammy likes Steve. I think I saw this thing yeah. that someone mentioned where like Will and Mike's relationship mirrors that. Like it does.
1: I they feel think it it's does, definitely they
0: think it's setting up Will to also be a queer character. Because, like, Will is not a big fan of Eleven at the moment just because Mike is obsessed with her. Yeah. And I think it's really... The Duffers are masters. This is... Absolutely
1: bonkers.
0: If you guys haven't watched this show, podcast listeners, please do.
1: One, why are you watching the episode? <laughs>
0: I, why are you listening to our spoilers episode? First of all, second of all, yeah. go watch it.
1: Yeah,
0: even if you have watched Stranger Things, rewatch it. Heck, I rewatch that watch all the time.
1: Again. Yeah, watch it. Watch it again.
0: Watch it while watch you're it listening to this episode.
1: Heart's desire.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just. All right. So to wrap it up, little bonus section: the end credit scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh boy, the end credit scene.
0: Now we don't have time to unpack all of that. It's John Mulaney right there. <laughs> That's John Mulaney. It's um. Fair. So they're in Russia, and wow. there's they're in like a dungeon in Russia, and there's this these guards walking past these dungeon cages, and but it's it like
1: not the American.
0: Yeah, and they go, and one of them goes to a door to take someone out, and the other one goes, no, not the American. And then they go to the next door, pull out. I think, I think I know who that guy was. I think that guy who they threw in the tank was, um, the other guy with Alexi in the barn.
1: Murray?
0: No. Remember when they first met Alexi? the
1: the, the guy who was, like, in the basement.
0: Yeah, like, the other maintenance guy.
1: see, I don't remember. What he like, so. I'll follow up As on that. Gonna...
0: I'll do a follow and up on gonna... that on my own time, but... And then they throw him into... Oh, who's calling me? Oh no, someone texted me. Um, so... Then they throw the guy into a cage with a Demogorgon! Whoa!
1: For him. That's a fun way to go.
0: So, my question so, my thing is, where's the gate open? Because the Demogorgons can't survive without a gate open.
1: So, I feel like, so, you know how there was a gate that was like open and we didn't see Hopper die? Yeah. And the last time we saw him was while the gate was still open and the gate was close enough for the fact that he could have jumped through the gate. So what if that gate had another opening in Russia?
0: But the whole thing, Alexei said that they couldn't make one in Russia, because it was based on location, and the gate right. had already been opened once before in Hawkins, and that was the reason they were able to open it in Hawkins. Well,
1: Alexei hasn't been to Russia in a hot minute, so what if the Russians figured it out? Who knows? They obviously had figure to figure it out, because they had the gate to Unless they like decided to ship the demigorgon on the plane, with like, I don't know how that works. I don't know what kind of license
0: you need to do that. I mean, they're Russians. They probably have like a private jet.
1: They do. That would be so weird. Like imagine flying a jet and you just have a demigorgon in the back.
0: That would be interesting.
1: That would be not fun. But I'd like, probably be making weird noises.
0: <laughs> weird <laughs> noises. Yeah, you mean roaring. This the yeah. thing with me is like that. The fact that there were two cages leads me to believe that there what are more than them? one demigorgon.
1: What if they're breeding the demigorgons?
0: Oh heck no!
1: That's it's not a fun. Little, the bunch of little darts are running around now. What if
0: they're crossbreeding humans and demigorgons?
1: That's I feel like that would be stretching it. Like, if that's the next season, I'm gonna be like, all right, they're running at me. <laughs>
0: That would be so cursed, though. Like, a half human, that's,
1: half demogorgon. I mean, how can it get more half though? Because it's already kind of like an anthropomorphic.
0: It opens up its mouth, and, and there's like a human face inside of it. <laughs> no. And then the humans. I,
1: I would, that would be honestly, that would probably be the scariest thing that they've done. <laughs> that so far would be a thing the
0: thing of my nightmares. <laughs> Basically just like the Demogorgon's flower face opens up. It, it, it opens up
1: and there's like a child in there. <laughs> and there's
0: like, the child like crawls out of the mouth. There's like a middle-aged balding man inside and then no! just like the person's mouth opens up to reveal the teeth. uh
1: uh-uh. uh.
0: That's some X-Files. Uh-uh-uh. That's some X-Files supernatural junk if I ever heard it. I'm making fan art of that now. Get ready.
1: No. <laughs> I'm drawing That's that. A curse. <laughs> you need to put Shane from BuzzFeed on Sol's face. Like, yes. the demogorgon Shane is
0: secretly a demogorgon. No. Yeah. Also, the demogorgon is, like, slightly more flesh colored. It's just, it's not just gray and slimy. Oh my god. It's just, like,
1: peachy colored. It's wearing
0: clothes. Oh my god. Wait,
1: does that mean it has, like,. Like, you know how humans have, like, hair on the body? No! I, I don't want
0: to see a demogorgon with a beard. Is it,
1: is it not, like, is it not just, like, dry and crusty? Does
0: it have hair now? A demogorgon with a mullet, though.
1: That's, that's scary. <laughs> that's horrifying.
0: Somebody Photoshop, uh, the demogorgon's face onto Billy.
1: No. That's
0: all I need.
1: Is this is Cammie Gorgon with the palette
0: I'm doing Follow that. Up, I know how to use Photoshop. I have Photoshop. I'm doing it. Get ready Why? for cursed images, Internet.
1: Why are you the way that you are?
0: Oh, that's great. I'm ready for that.
1: Nuh-uh. Yeah. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit watching Stranger Things if they okay, do that next season. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I, I'm just going to send the thing to the Duffers and be like, have there be like an end end credit scene where it's just like a baby demogorgon, like Dart, and it opens up its face and Murray's head is inside of it. Bro,
1: does that mean that it develops like a human. So when it's like Dart size, is it like a baby? <laughs> yes. Like is it a baby? Thing? It grows at
0: the pace of humans. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Does it, have it grows in its teeth. It has baby teeth. Oh my god! So there's oh, just so like. That
1: means they're like. There's right, just like does a little. Have the teeth? So um, is, it, is it like teething, and its teeth are super sharp, and it's chewing through
0: stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like a goat.
1: No. What if Wait, they? do they? Don't have sharp teeth.
0: I need a demo rat. Demo rat. I want someone to crossbreed a Demogorgon and a rat. So it's a rat body, but there's a Demogorgon flower head on the end.
1: See, I'm more chill with a Demi-rat than a <laughs> Demi-person.
0: <laughs> Not a Demi-person.
1: I'm, I just, much, I'm more chill with the rat. I'm making
0: all of that fan art. Get ready. This
1: is so bad. You should, you should just make that, like, the cover of the podcast.
0: That's gonna... I'm just gonna... Photoshop me, Will, and Hannah's faces onto Demogorgons.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's the cover
0: now. <laughs> that's it. We've had we've made three episodes in this, and we're already making a new cover.
1: Graphic design is my passion.
0: <laughs> Graphic design is my passion. Only designs human beings as Demogorgons. Will I- Smith as a Demogorgon. No. <laughs> um, Daniel Radcliffe as a Demogorgon. Charles is a turn record. I already made James Plant.
1: You already made James Plant, true. That would that would horrify Liz if he did that.
0: <laughs> we need to just like force Liz to listen to this episode just we so do. we can just so she can hear all this cursed stuff at the end. Ha- oh
1: hello. That is my mother entering the room. Continue.
0: Oh okay. So Hi <laughs> She says hi. Okay. We're going to have to wrap up this episode. We're already at like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, we are. So, see you later, Coco. Thanks for coming on the pod.
1: Bye. Thank you for having me on the pod.
0: Stay spooky.
1: Yeah, stay spooky.
0: Maybe next time we'll talk about good omens.
1: That would be fun. That would be fun.
0: Alright, see you later.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Alright, everybody. Thanks for listening to that podcast. I'm Izzy. See you later. Hey guys, thanks for listening to that podcast. Just a reminder, you can send in voice messages at anchor.fm to that podcast. Send us suggestions for our next episode, questions for me, Will, or Hannah, or just send a comment. We'll make sure to reply to you on the podcast. See you later.